0: This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Lead Gen Pros, making it incredibly easy for the average real estate investor and business owner to get more leads they work with a variety of companies who specialize in real estate investing and who are looking for a systemized way to increase their lead flow and grow their business if that sounds like you check out theleadgenpros.com hey what's up everyone welcome to a new podcast and in front of me today now you may have seen him on my youtube videos uh you may have actually seen his own youtube video. we <laughs> did a video the other day it just went crazy My man Nazar out of Charlotte, man. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming in, bro.
0: Uh, thank you for having me, man. And I just want to thank your audience for showing me mad love. So <laughs>
1: You said, yo, first thing he said and when we came in, he was like, yo, your audience is real.
0: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> y'all blew up his Instagram when we yo, did that video. Yeah, blew up IG uh, Real Estate Duru. Um, yeah. I'm not your guru, I'm your duru because I actually do this business. So it's D O R U, Real Estate Duru, man. Y'all show mad love, man. I so appreciate that.
1: Before we start, for people that don't know, you, and I've always given you credit. I got the word Duru from him because I, when I was watching some, all right, so when I first started this business, I was heavily in YouTube university and there was absolutely zero content on YouTube about how to do wholesaling. Yeah. You were the only one. Yeah. And some Sean Terry videos. Yeah. On how to do it.
0: I was yeah. the realest one, too.
1: You, because, but Sean, Look, I like Sean Terry. He's my dude. But he was my he guy. Had, he had a Shout course. out to Sean. You was like, yo, I'm really out here. You had the dreads. You had everything. <laughs> this was back in the
0: day. When did you start shooting YouTube? Um, I started shooting YouTube in 2012.
1: And in 2016, I was watching your videos. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, Duru, and then you
0: have a book out. got a book out. When did you do that? I did that um probably a few years ago because people kept asking me, like, yo, what how do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I'm like, yo, I got the YouTube stuff. I said, all right. Now I just tell them they asked me questions that and I got some questions on the last video we did. Mm-hmm. Yo, so how'd you get started? Hey, yo, man, it's all in my book. You know, it's all, um flip houses like burgers available on Amazon. And he's Amazon, on the cover.
1: He's on the cover with a spatula, right? Yeah, and with a, a spatula. And flip and a houses
0: like burgers. Word up. Yeah. Cool,
1: man. I'm gonna get matter of fact, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna Ow. buy ten copies on Amazon. And I appreciate the love. I'm going to give them away to uh I'm going to give two of them away to the best comments that I like from this YouTube video. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the so, love. brother. So, yeah, man. So tell me, tell me th- your start, man, because I've seen you. I only think because like we've been. Co- all right. So let me back up a little bit. I remember when I, f- I, I looked at your YouTube videos, and I realized you was in Charlotte. That's when I first got started in the business. Yeah and i was like yo i want to connect with this guy and i reached out to you you responded yeah. he was like yeah we'll catch up but then both of us got so busy and it was like 2 years we ne- we next door to each other literally yeah. an hour away and we never connected you know your circle was different from my circle and we just never yeah. connected <clears throat> and then um i think i found you on ig i don't know what it was and i said yo i'm doing i'm doing we live 18 in charlotte I don't remember how it went, but you came through and you blessed the stage and it was like, yo, and everybody, you was like, everybody been wondering why we ain't doing nothing together. <laughs> so, and it's just because we just got busy and it's nothing like I I met the man for the first time in person at We Live 18. 18 yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. And I appreciate you coming out there and blessing. Yo, you had me rolling with the, you, you fought the teacher joke. I was <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yo, so let's get back to topic. You...
0: got it but let me just say this, bro. like for for all the youtubers who have been following me and following max we never had an issue
1: never there was never no (laughs) issue we were actually talking on facebook yeah
0: we was talking behind the scenes there was never no issue i never had a problem with him using the word duru i was happy to see someone from north carolina just representing you know doing what they do you know i'm from elizabeth new jersey but i was just happy to see somebody you know from you know doing what they do man i don't I don't fight other successful people because they successful
1: yeah and, and from day one i was like yo i didn't invent this word i actually spelled it wrong i didn't i didn't invent this word but i got it from this guy yeah, from day, yeah. and that's Appreciate why it was that. so cool for him to come to we live 18 and, and, I, and I introduced that. you as the original guru yeah so moving on now like you got into real estate at what age
0: 24 i bought my first house i wanted to get in real estate since 19 years old
1: so Tell me about your past. Where you're growing up. You were born in New Jersey?
0: Born and raised in New Jersey. Um, kinda crazy. My mother and father, my mother from Lumberton, North Carolina, father oh. from Candor, North Carolina, but they moved up to Jersey, um in the seventies, and so um, they had me and my sister. We was born and raised in. Why in they Jersey.
1: move to New Jersey? They had family up there or something?
0: Nah, because at that time, um, all right. So my father's a little older. My father was born with no rights. He got his rights in sixty four with the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the sixties, uh, when they when they passed that law federally, it wasn't all peaches and cream. Yeah, you know, it was it was definitely you know some fighting, you know, going back and forth, etc. So with that being said, in the seventies. Um, it was more opportunity up north than it was in, in the south, so they moved up there because it was more money, more opportunity, and the racism wasn't as bad at that time. Mm. wasn't as bad, you know, as it was down here. Whatever, so they moved north, and you know, eventually, you know, they bought a house and raised me, and my sister, in the house.
1: Yo, let me put this in perspective for people that may not understand, because the audience <coughs> is a lot of young people. Okay. Your father was not born with rights. Yeah, he was. He was. He got his rights in 1964. Yeah, understand that, y'all. Okay, <laughs> keep moving because we've come a long way you came a long in a way, very bro. short amount of time. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah, man. Long a long way in a very short amount of time. So when people be like yo, why talk about this? Why talk? My father not I ain't saying my grandparents I ain't saying my great my father so yeah my father didn't have any rights so you know he was born under Jim Crow so um with that being said yeah they moved up to Jersey in the 70s and you know eventually they had me and my sister um you know just basically it started from humble beginnings I remember we were staying in the projects um Elizabeth New Jersey till we you know till they bought a house my father and mother they bought a house in East Orange you know East Orange New Jersey what kind basically. of work did they do my mother was a school teacher. She graduated from North Carolina Central University. Shout out to Central Eagles. She uh <laughs> she graduated from there. She was a school teacher. Um, my father was a salesman. Yeah. You know I mean, he so used to sell cars and all that. So he hustled for his money. He hustled for his money. That's where I kinda got to hustle from. You know, so he hustled for his money. So yeah, he was a salesman, was a car salesman, et
1: cetera. Got it. So you grow up in Elizabeth, New Jersey, humble beginnings. Your parents bought a house. What made you ever think that you wanted to get in real estate? How did you, in 19, what did you know about real estate?
0: Bruh, this is what happened, man. I heard my father talking to his friend. My father was talking to his friend, and he was like, yeah, man. The guy next door bought the house. Uh, he bought it for 150 Um, He put 20 into it, sold it for 270 Now, here it is. I'm 19 years old i I graduated with a 1.8 GPA. Mm-hmm. I cheated all through college, man. So when he said that, that's a hundred thousand dollars. I think I want to do real estate. Mm-hmm. So of course, me being young, not knowing any better, I go to some people who knew nothing about real estate. You know what I mean? My father. I said, yo, hey. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I I call him a boo, which means father. Yeah. So I said, a boo, um. I want to get into real estate, man. I think I want to get in real estate. That's what I want to do with myself. So he like, oh, yeah? I right, well, look, you going to go to my friend because he fixed credit, and then he going to prep you to buy a house. So um went to go see his friend, um, and he started to get my credit right. It's not that my credit. I was 19. That's not my you credit. Didn't was, have any. I didn't have any. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have any. So he like, yo, you got anything linger? I said, man, I think I probably got like an old sprint bill. If you from the hood, Sprint gave everybody phones back in the day. Phones. Everybody phones, bro. Yo, we used to give fake, like when we was teenagers, we used to give a fake birthday so we could be 18 and get the damn phone. I get everybody <laughs> phone. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. So with that being said, I was like, you probably got he's like, don't worry about that. We can take care of that. And um, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to the department stores and get a credit card and i want you to buy your essentials like your deodorant your vaseline your stuff like that don't buy none else. so i did it and by 22 i was in the 700 clubs mm-hmm. like my friends couldn't even believe it like they won't believe it you know um you ain't got no 700 credit but for all those who know about credit you could have good credit and still be broke correct yeah, that's that's two separate things. Income and credit is two separate things. Whole another ball game. Yeah, I mean credit just showing that yo this person's responsible and pay can pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. With that being said, so um, at 24 I bought my first house in East Orange, New Jersey. Me and my guy. You and work
1: you were working at that time, right? No, nah, I wasn't working. We had no job. Okay, there wasn't no jobs around. So You're just giving out loans. They just giving
0: out loans. <laughs> you had a pulse. You get one, bro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We 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 had some money laying around and um. We went ahead and bought the house. We did everything wrong. Ended up losing like seven thousand a piece.
1: You and, you and a partner. Yeah. So y'all went together, bought a house. Think y'all gonna flip it and make the hundred grand like your dad was talking to us yeah. about.
0: And you Buy to you yeah. Buy a Bentley. Yeah. Y'all
1: lost fourteen thousand.
0: Lost fourteen thousand. You know, yeah. I swear, I swear, I had the money mentally spent. you I was gonna come through the hood with we the do Bentley. Do that so much. You know what I mean? I was gonna have the Bentley and all that. You know, I was gonna pull up to VIP in the club. You know, we we all know the the, the spiritual. Um, Pull out to the club, gas tank, all e, but all it drinks on me. That was <laughs> yes. going, that was
1: that would be you. That, that was going be
0: me. You. So yeah, but unfortunately, man, you know, it didn't turn out like that. We ended up losing money, man. And then I had already, that was the only thing holding me back in Jersey, because I already finished up my bachelor's degree at King University. Um, I was a communications major. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already finished up, finished up my bachelor's degree, then I had moved down to Charlotte. I knew I wanted to move down to Charlotte. I just thought I was gonna move down to Charlotte with that hundred grand. We was gonna make up the house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it ain't work out like that.
1: <laughs> so now you moved to you moved to Charlotte because your parents from North Carolina and Charlotte was probably it uh, was a, it was up and coming back then, right? It was
0: really up and coming. Now here's the thing, right? So I um, you're know, I feel so cause I could I could be real with Max, dog, I, I could be real with his audience. So this is this, this is official <laughs> right here. You know, the other, the other, some of the other podcasts I got to speak in my job interview voice, but I get max all the way to Truth. <laughs> so th- th- this is what happened, right? So my I, I've been coming to North Carolina my whole life, Lumberton. Mm-hmm. But what I thought, I thought Lumberton was
1: it's the, in the middle of nowhere.
0: It's the middle of nowhere, but I thought that's how the whole North Carolina look. Yeah. You know, growing up, I'm thinking that's, like, it's Lumberton, so I didn't want nothing to do with North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said— um, I would ask, as a kid, because if you grew up in the 90s, you know that Charlotte Hornets was the joint. It was a show on um, Nickelodeon called My Brother and I, mm-hmm. based in Charlotte. So I would ask him like, yo, where's Charlotte at? They were like, oh, it's about two and a half hours west, a lot of hour east, whatever, you know, they would tell me. And I'm like, oh, okay, but I, I'd never been to Charlotte, Although then they told me, "It's like, no, when you was a kid, we took you to Carowinds. You probably don't remember, mm-hmm. which I, I didn't remember, but... Back in like 06, 07, and you know, um, we in the we, we in the hood, so we don't know no better. But my man, he go down to Charlotte to bust a move. I ain't gonna get into the details on that, but <laughs> it, it, it it the, the, the dance the, move. Yeah, yeah, and, and the dance move didn't didn't work out right. But he came back. He said, "Yo, bro, you gotta get down Charlotte, bro." I said, well, what was your thing? He said, "Yo, you know how you talk, you wanna move out of Jersey? You gotta see this, bro." He said, "Yo, the girls, <laughs> the girls, bro." He said, "They there." I said, where? He's like, yeah. So we so we visited, we hopped in the car, Drove down to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> and I <laughs> I seen the joint, Charlotte, with my own eyes. It was it was City. It was like mad city. So I'm like, oh, this ain't country. This ain't Lumberton. This ain't Lumberton. And then we was going to the clubs. And then um, I did my first CI 07. It was over with.
1: CIAA, by
0: the way. oh yeah, CIAA. For yeah. those who don't know who CIAA is, it's the Black Basketball College Tournament that's held in Charlotte. Um, I think Charlotte got one more year left in their contract, and then it shoots down to Baltimore. But yeah, it was a uh, uh, back in the day. It was the, the place to be. So yes. experienced that joint, and I was like, yo, I'm I'm here, you know. Then I moved down in 08. and um,
1: that's right during the worst. Economic times. Right? I was about
0: to say that um, actually the worst economic times since the Great Depression, and of course I graduated in seven So here it is. I'm coming out. I'm a fresh graduate wow. with the worst economic. So <laughs>
1: even with your degree, you can find no job There's no jobs.
0: Yeah, Charlotte. The num- the main industry in Charlotte at the time was banking. banking. Banking was number two. Charlotte was number two in banking. And what was the in biggest the country bank in Charlotte? Um,
1: was it Bank of America?
0: It was Bank of America, but I Wacovia. think Wachovia. Wachovia was headquartered. In Charlotte. It was Here in Charlotte, yep, Yeah. WC7 and Shown. then they went under, and when they went under, I was working for them. <laughs> I was in the call center making like $12 an hour, twelve fifty an hour. Yeah, I was in the call center up in Wachovia, man. I did two years up in there. And for me doing two years up in there, I went to another company. I could speak with them now. When they let me go, they made me sign one of them um, them joys saying I couldn't talk about them. But I ain't got nothing bad to say about them. You know, they just they let me go. Um, TIAA Craft, great company to work for. Um, and I'm not just saying that's really, like, yeah. they treat you good yeah. up in uh, Crest. So what happened was, bro, they, um, they came to me in November, you know, like, yo, um look, don't come back to work. What you mean? Yeah, don't come back. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, give us your badge. We're going to keep you on payroll to January so that you could get your little um your severance package, your three-week pre- severance package for being there for like a year. And all that, but they was like, "Yo, don't even don't, don't worry about coming back." Um, nobody's fault, dude. My own, you know. what I'm saying I was up there. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Then I went to this um, another company. Um, parent company was BB, BB, and T. Yeah, uh, correct. And Crump, the the uh, the company was Crump Life Insurance, and they fired me. They let me go. So, but it was one of those surprise fires. One that I knew was coming. Like. Mm-hmm. Yo they had me in the principal office every Friday. Hey, I'm a grown man going to principal office every Friday. So you
1: selling life insurance or dealing with the customer service side?
0: Um, I'm on the service side. Got it. I'm just so I'm I was a, man, I don't know what I was doing, man. I I had a sexy job title. My job title was policy review analyst. So, you know what I mean? I was like, man, I'm going to get this job title, man. I'm going to get some girls, you know what I'm saying? So you Got fired. I got fired, bro. Yeah. From February February September um I worked in February, September, they fired me, you know, rightfully so. So um, this
1: whole time you're not doing any real estate?
0: I'm doing real estate. I'm doing, I'm doing some wholesale deals every other month. So, so let's back up. I'm sorry. It. I did my first wholesale deal in 2011. I learned about creative real estate in 2010. From I, who? From where? Um, going to my local real. What happened was I was in Wachovia, and the site director told me to read a book. Because I told them, like, yo, I got a, a rental house here, a rental house there. Now, this one, I was in my 20s. I was younger. So, I used to be proud of myself. So, I would just tell everybody about my accomplishments and what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I get older, do not do that. And never tell your job you're an entrepreneur. Don't do that. No. So, yeah, with that being said, he was like, yeah, man, you should read this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So, I was reading this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And now my dad's says, dude, was like, oh, you right. So, we clicked because he was in the real estate. He was like, yo, you know, you got to join the RIA. I said, where was the RIA? The real estate investment association they got they got one in charlotte so as soon as he told me about it i went and joined it and that's when i learned about creative real estate investing mm-hmm. in 2010. and then um 2011 i did myself. So how program. was the
1: market back then because the most people listening have never been through a cycle so 2010 and nine nine was probably the absolute bottom right of the real estate
0: market. I, I wanna say, it was still going down to 10. So and they start going back up to 12. Shout out to the Obama administration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
1: so a, a 10 and 11, where you start, it was the bottom. So yeah. you learned about? Were you able to make deals in the in the bad economy?
0: I was making I was making deals, making wholesale deals. I was making very small spreads. I was making deals, but you could have got. You, you, my mindset was limited at the time. You could have made some good money, but yeah, I was making deals. So you can make money in the economic absolutely. downturn. Absolutely, absolutely. It was some okay. people making a killing. So we'll touch of, on that. Of course, they didn't tell you to after the cycle was over. Yeah, but yeah.
1: We'll touch on that probably later okay. because we just want to talk about one of those famous questions ago. So you learned about creative real estate in 2010. You're doing some couple wholesale deals. Like, wh- like, what was like? What was your first deal like when you? Because you know, it was basically a lot of people are learning right now. Yeah, like, listen to this.
0: It basically proof of concept. I didn't make a lot of money. I made two thousand dollars. paid my mentor. I took home like thirteen hundred. So yeah, it was basically just like proof of concept. Like, oh, this work. I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. I worked. And from there, it was just no looking back for me. You know, I. I put that whole money back in the marketing. So yeah, it was it was just basically on the pipe and I would do a deal like probably every other month. And this is when you were doing YouTube now. Um, I started doing YouTube at the following year, two thousand twelve. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what what made you pick up the camera and like I'm gonna do YouTube? Because a lot of people ask me that.
0: I said, Yo, bro. I went on YouTube. I'm like, man, all these guys fake. At that time, you know, I just wasn't really feeling them. Yeah. You know, I wasn't feeling them. And you were true, correct. yeah, and that, and that was like, yo, man, a lot of these guys, you know, washed up, and they talking about we in this down cycle. They talking about doing stuff from when the market was good a few years ago. That ain't working in this cycle. I they're was not like, in the business. They're not in the business. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna come with a different angle on this joint, and that's where the YouTube videos come out. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show them checks and all this and all that, and you know. Now that I'm older, man, I was he foolish. He
1: will never show you a check. now. Never.
0: <laughs> I gonna, I I'm, I'm not gonna do that no more, man. <laughs> Famous be hitting you up, yeah, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Need to borrow something. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I, I wouldn't do that again. But yeah, I just wanted to come with a real angle because I felt I didn't like what I seen out there. It was a lot of um, dudes who were who were acting as if there was a job interview and nothing was really real. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to get out some authentic, all sudden authentic. and that's why you became more successful than any of us ever was because people just seen like this guy authentic you know this guy was really in the houses yeah yeah you 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 was like you was doing like you were for real you know like when I met you we live 18 people kept coming back you know tell me about you like what do you think I'm like yo I guess he real you know he he do what he do but when we live 18 when I seen that with my own eyes I said oh nah he the real deal Holy Phil (laughs) you know saying he he really real you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah yeah he um he official so yeah with that being said like yeah so it was just something just wanted to be authentic give some people something real
1: yeah and i think i put the i think i started youtube out of pure one i wanted an accountability partner that was yeah. just out there like i'm about to like like i came to this realization about a month ago like i'm overweight now Like, like I'm fat, like this business has made me fat. So like in the next few days, yes, I'm talking to y'all directly in the next few days, y'all will hear me talk about my goals with weight loss and I'm going to put it out in public so I can be held accountable by these hundreds of thousands of people, right? Like going in the gym in the morning and eating better and stuff like that, because you get in this business and you start making money and you start being so busy. You almost, there's days I forget to eat. And it's like, oh, I'm going from one appointment to the next. I'm going to grab some Bojangles. Yeah. The worst thing you could ever do. So that's that's a whole nother side thing. So I... Go ahead, man. No, let's get back into this. Let's get back into this. Nah, I'ma
0: say this, y'all. You know, Bojing was not the worst thing you eat. I I, I would have gave it to McDonald's.
1: Yeah, you know. What no, I, mean? I agree. I'm saying not eating at all and then not. just gonna go eat that. Yeah.
0: Okay, but yeah, so but 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 what you say, I mean me, I make sure I eat. I love I'm a foodie, so I, I make sure I, I get my meals and you know <laughs> and I ain't never too busy to eat. So, you know what I mean. I might eat later throughout the day, getting so busy, but nah, I, I'ma definitely eat. So but yeah, um yeah, that's, that's dope though. You you know, you're gonna do that, What you so you're gonna watch what you eat and you're gonna work out?
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna have them people, everybody on the internet hold me accountable. And that's the same way I kind of started the YouTube videos because I was like, at the point I started YouTube videos, I was already making twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. But I was like, I need to grow and I said, I wanna get to a hundred grand a month. Sure. Now here I was two years ago praying for a hundred thousand dollar job and I'm now saying I want a hundred grand a month. So The audience held me accountable and the frequency of putting out videos made me actually get up and go out and do it because the comments motivated me to keep going because people were learning as I was learning. So it just made it easy. So the audience, the people that are here now helped me get to where I am by motivating me because, you know, it gets very lonely in this world. Um, in in it's this way re- at the top yeah it, it gets lonely at the top because you start you can't have conversations with regular people because they just don't believe in your dreams when yeah. I'm like yo I want to buy that tower right there they laugh I'm like no I'm serious I want to buy to build the whole 25 floors yeah. they they just can't wrap their head around that head around. But that's a whole other conversation but let's get back into you though uh, you now got creative real estate under your belt you putting out videos your wholesaling you had a did you have a full did you ever have a full wholesaling operation where you were churning deals every single month and yeah and and when and I got fired I didn't you, had no choice you had to so yeah. your back was against the wall that was against the wall and that's how you ate
0: yes yeah, I ate um and let me just say it so this this how this I went down right so I, I I walked into the office right I asked my 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 manager the dude who was you know watching me and um I said yo um my grandfather just passed I need to go to Lumberton to go to his funeral. And um, I said, all right, man, I'm going to see. And I guess the, um he called my manager who was in Cali, and I guess she was just like, you know what? Tell him to go to the funeral and stay there. <laughs> so they brought me in the office, had me work the full day. You know what I mean? Real talk, had me work the full day, brought me in the office. It's like for something. they like, um. Yeah, you know, we had you on the final, and we just don't think it's working out. So, the part ways, you know what I mean? So, I was cool with it, you know what I mean? No, I said, all right, well, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Things happened. And I went to my car, and it was like, by the time I got my car, it was like 4, 4, like 4.48, 4.49. I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yo, man, I nev- in the car, my man, I hope I never have to work for nobody else again. I don't know work I'm to a, you know, a corporate building situation. And you already and that proved
1: guy. this concept to yourself one time already.
0: Yeah. You yeah. already doing it. I was already doing the deals. So it was just now, you know, full time. So I didn't tell none of my family members that I got fired because they would have been worried about me. I did not want nobody worrying about me. I did not want nobody calling my phone mm-hmm. um with worry in their voice. And Casting doubt on you. Yeah, I I ain't want so I ain't tell them nothing. Um, you know, did the funeral and um came back that Monday and you know, when you quit your job, you get fired for your job, you know, come that first business day, um, 7, 8 o'clock, you can't be sitting there twirling your thumbs. Mm-hmm. You got to have a game plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be moving, and you know what I'm saying, and shake it. So got back, man, and that 2012, November, that was like my biggest month. I made like 10 grand, and that's when I told my family members um, I got fired. Uh, yeah, you know, I got fired from my job uh, two months ago, but hey, I made 10 grand this month so Mm -hmm. you know nice uh,
1: yeah yeah so now did you ever get to the point now you're, you're scaling he's like okay i'm gonna do this for real so you start up you start going ham on this
0: yeah i started yeah started really turning deals you know getting as many as possible and i didn't be honest with you i didn't really start building an operation until from 12 to maybe like 15 when i joined a mastermind uh a collective genius Mm -hmm. shout out to jason metley they call it
1: what cg right cg Mm -hmm. yeah
0: shout out to jason metley yeah when i got in there like then you start to see the you start to see the guys from guys with shows doing six figures every month and a lot of people think it's like majority educators but it's not it's actually guys in your backyard you never heard of that's really killing it and you see they doing six figures a month you like whoa like man i got to I got that's when i shut down youtube that's when i was like yo i gotta focus on and mm. really grow this thing so i was gonna
1: ask you what made you shut down yeah that's like what, you, that's started, why sh- you yeah. started scaling
0: yeah i started scaling but yeah. like you said the accountability partnership like and i got a chat group of us that we go back where we all met each other on facebook and in 12 and 13 and um eric Tarenti from uh flip this mm-hmm. my boy uh chris jefferson out there in virginia I uh, think
1: Chris and I are Facebook friends. Yeah, okay, yeah, it should yeah. be
0: Elijah Rubin.
1: Yeah, out in Arizona.
0: That's my, that's my dude. That's okay. my dude. Yeah, Yo, you got to the next vacation with us. So, uh, uh, nah, don't tell me
1: that <laughs> because I only see the pictures after. I don't want to. You, know, you just got me some new luggage. So if you don't me, I'm, I'm snitching. I'm telling you
0: everything. So, uh, my, and my other guy Jerry Woods out there in Memphis, he real quiet and low key. I don't, I don't think he's on Facebook right now, but we're real good dudes. But we created, like, this group chat, and, you know, where we travel, we go places, and it's like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, we didn't grow up together, but they are very close to me, like mm-hmm. family members. You know what I'm saying? And and that's one, like, the accountability part that you talk about that you get from that, you know, leveraging, you know, some friendships and anything, you know. Because um, we all met on Facebook and um, a Facebook group um, dedicated to real estate, you know, and shout out to wholesaling elite. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that group. Like, yo, y'all gotta really be in there making connections. Like, y'all dudes. That's to all get, about.
1: Yeah, post the
0: memes and stuff. Yeah, like y'all dudes that's really getting money. Yo, link up. You know, if nobody <laughs> wanna go to, you know, somebody's city. Hey, yo, look, we going to New Orleans for the weekend. We going to Brazil for the week. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, yo, link up and talk strategies, talk business, make yep. things happen.
1: Don't have that scarcity mindset where you're afraid to even talk about people all the way across the country.
0: Yeah, That's yeah. Crazy.
1: Link up, man. So you got an operation, but you're now more than just... A, when did you transition from more than just a wholesaling operation? When was that move?
0: Okay, so here's the thing. I have not flipped... Last time I flipped the house was in 07, that when I lost, right? Mm-hmm. So then in 13, what happened was I was i was becoming i was the the wholesale guy in shop mm-hmm. and I was building connections with my buyers and i was building relationships i took, i asked one a few of my buyers like yo if i got the right deal would you partner with me and we rehab it together because i wanted to learn from somebody successful because mm-hmm. i already did i'm successful.
1: smart you start with partners
0: yeah so and um when i got the actual deal i went to like three people and they all said no and the fourth person was like yeah we'll do it like, just no hesitation. So we um, I partnered with them, and from there, um, I, I did one with them to get the experience. I did another one with another investor, and I got a local hard money relationship in 13 that I still have to this day, mm. you know, because I was partnered to leverage my partnership to get the connections. Mm-hmm. So um, to get the hard money lenders um, and, you know, the to the, the find out, like, what contractors do people use get access to their contractors because if, if you're not familiar with the rehab and the building side, people will not give up their contractors. The oh no, that's will, like gold. That's gold.
1: Like they I won't even tell you my contractor's name.
0: Right. <laughs> so they're lenders or they're con- they're not gonna give them up to you, especially if you don't have a relationship with that person. Don't even bother asking.
1: So so hard money is it's important to have or have I, access to it. I think so. Yes. Yeah, I do too. What uh. What do you think is the best ways to, to form those? Where where do you find people like that? Because I see in the group people say, hey, can you guys help me? I was some hard money lenders. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. I mean, I know there's companies that do hard money. Yeah. But there's guys locally that don't really say anything that is way easier than going through inspection checks and all these other t- stuff
0: like that absolutely and that's the guys I use I use low guys the local guys and so if you just want a hard money lender you just want a hard money don't want to put the work in just google your city or your state hard money lender and you know you have those companies but to get the guys that are actually lending their own money in your backyard they, they don't want an appraisal mm-hmm. they don't need an inspection they know um, the market they, yeah they know the market you call for a draw they give it to you you know um they come out walk the property and just write you your check you know, without you have to pay for a draw, you have mm-hmm. to get out there and get active and build some connections. And you know, it took me years and years to get some of the lenders that I got now. It mm-hmm. Took me years to get to that point. Yeah. So you know, I mean, one t- some lenders I laugh about today with them, but I would call him. He would say, "Hey, man, I'm tapped out, no money." You know, says so, <laughs> he got all the money. You know, years later we laughed about it. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I was I was reserving my capital for." These ex rehabbers right here, you know what I mean, and you know, and I just wasn't in the endless. You know, now he does my loans for me. I, I he did a, a loan on rentals and stuff for me as well. So it's like, yeah, you you gotta get out there and really build those relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that a lot of you guys gotta figure it out, you're making money behind the computer and all that, that's cool, but you gotta actually get out there and build relationships and talk to people.
1: That's what matters when all this shuts down. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day. So your, your natural progression as you bought a single family house to flip, didn't work out, moved to North Carolina, you start wholesaling. Your wholesaling turns and you finding hard money lenders. And with those hard money lenders, what are you not doing with that money? You start going back and flipping?
0: Yeah, I start rehabbing. Still, I'm still wholesaling.
1: Still rehabbing and wholesaling. But now, rehabbing. You got, now you got yeah. private money around that's hard. Hard just means it costs a little bit more money than a private relationship, right? That is
0: correct. It costs it costs a lot money. Tip t- costs a lot more money. Typically, it's gonna be between twelve and eighteen percent, and three to five points up front. For those who don't know what a point is, a point is one percent of the loan. So if somebody says, "Hey, look, I'm um, three points."
1: Um, you borrow a hundred thousand. It's three grand. That, there we go. Yes. Real simple. Um, so now you're rehabbing with this money, and then you're doing something that I'm very fascinated by. Is you're building brand new construction? Yes. Tell me how you got in that game.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I I can't put his name out there, but shout out to this lender. Um, I called this lender for this. Um, I had this house transitional neighborhood, and I said, um, hey, look, um, I could get this house for like ninety thousand dollars, and what I um, he's like, All right, I'm gonna meet you out there. Um, he was like, look, I said I can get it for ninety. I'm gonna need about Give me about seventy thousand and fix up, and then we can sell it for. I could sell it for like two fifty. Um, cause if it's, if I can get a, uh, if I can squeeze a, another bedroom in here, the three twos is going in. Um, under five days, they're selling under five days, mm. and they're going at uh, it was like high twos or something. Um, and I think I think it was ninety and a hundred in work. And he was like, uh, he walked he walking around the house. He's like, "Man, I don't think you should do this, man." You ever thought about uh, knocking down to start over? I looked at him. I said, "Man, I ain't got that kind of money." He said, um, "I really." He said, "Man, I think if you rehab this, you're gonna find way more problems than you're anticipating. Your contractor is telling you he's gonna find foundation issues once he rip up this floor, you know. And I just don't think he's telling you now. And when you get into the job, it's gonna happen. You're gonna end up spending way more money, man. He said, "I really think you should knock it down." I said, "Yeah, you know, I just don't feel comfortable. I ain't. I don't have that kind of money, and I don't have that experience." He said, "Would you do if I partner with you? Absolutely, I'll do it if you partner with me." Heck yeah! And that's how we we did it. He partnered with me on the joint, and um,
1: so was he a builder himself, or he knew, a, knew
0: He wasn't the actual. He's not an actual licensed GC, but he had so much experience with all aspects of real estate. Mm-hmm. He had all direct subs, and um, he knew the GC personally. And yeah, so yeah he, so got he, was, done. he was the guy. He, he was, was the guy. guy. And so that's how I got started. That's started. how
1: you did your first build. Yes and did you use a certain contractor yes and then you you continue to use the same stuff not not that one i, okay. I
0: started doing my own i started uh my boy um shout out to uh haunted realty uh for Hornet homes llc Hornet homes See,
1: he got a real nice logo i like how he puts it in the driveway at the end yeah
0: yeah Hornet homes that he built my stuff now mm-hmm. that's my guy we go way back man just um taking flights to go to the sean terry event back in 2012 like two weeks after i got fired so yeah we go way back. Cool so dude. he's
1: so he he's Jonathan your, Andrews.
0: He's your builder name.
1: now. Yeah, but you told me he only builds for you and himself.
0: That's correct. He only builds for me and himself. So. That's
1: crazy. So you yeah. got a good relationship. I got right a great time. relationship with him. Yeah. So I'm in the VIP list. Since 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 I'm not on the VIP list <laughs> and I want to build here in Winston, how do I go about finding a, a builder that's not going to charge me out the wazoo so I can make some
0: money? You want to have knowledge of, my, my this is my personal opinion, either sit down with somebody who's building out here or sit down with, um, do a partnership mm-hmm. with somebody to do your first one and get the connections so you can know how much you should be paying and how things should be rolling.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Because I, I got lots. I bought a block. Yeah. I, tell you, I was telling you, I bought yeah. an entire block. Yeah. And I was looking at building something. But I want to, I am aggressively have my team looking for empty lots in neighborhoods and stuff like that so we can build something my my here's my goal and i probably shouldn't say this out loud because probably a lot of people watching yeah i want to build what you've built in charlotte and winston and start a new trend okay so that that's that's my goal right there do
0: y'all got gentrifying areas
1: yeah of course that's near downtown yeah okay yeah uh, we'll, we'll we're, we're gonna do uh, real estate and cars here in a second and we'll, okay we'll have a conversation about i'll yeah. take you by some areas that's cool so Natural progression, you're now at the point. Now, here's here's one thing I learned about you very quickly. You are frugal as hell. Cheap, isn't it? <laughs> he is. This is the cheapest. I think next to a guy, one of my mentors, Mr. Fromberger. I think you are the cheapest Cheap. millennial person I know. Yeah. My, I know he can be in any car he want to be. That's right. <laughs> he ain't doing that. Nah. I met him out of the house that he sold for five fifty. My man was just like, yo, like he just got done cutting grass.
0: Yeah, real talk.
1: He does not spend. What are, I know you got to have one thing that is your poison. Mine's electronics. I love electronics.
0: Mine, I used to be in my 20s, but mine is food. True story. So you like, you love experiencing the, the good food. Shout out to Capital Grill. <laughs> that steak, dog. You that. found it. You <laughs> found it. <laughs> That's not a bad
1: habit, though. In this, I mean, it can be expensive, but you can't get nah, too it, crazy. It can be
0: expensive, yo. Um, my, one of my first mentors and partners, um, Laura nicely, in Charlotte. She said, "Yo, Nasser look. And I, I could tell you, we, we were in the car. We just said me and her. She was like, Yo, I know where you're going. I've seen it before. You're very ambitious. When you get to where you go.'" Don't get crazy with the hundred dollar lunches, the um the luxury cars, the expensive cars she told you in the belts she said don't get crazy with that stuff she said, I've seen it before and I've seen guys go over go go under because they had these um crazy lifestyles and um I remind her about reminded her about that a few years ago when she told me that but I did get crazy with the hundred dollar dentist man you know I had the Charlotte Hornet season tickets. You know, I was trying to get my little cousin, um, Max Maxwell, up there. Hopefully next season, I will get you up there, bro. Yeah, yeah brother. I definitely want to be there. Yeah, and um, you go upstairs to like the like the access lounge where you could sit down and have a hundred dollar dinner. I ain't gonna, I got crazy with it, but I, I scaled so you back. You
1: season ticket holder, right? I used to be, not anymore. No yeah, yeah. You got to let them get a winning season. I got, they got to get
0: a winning season, but it, and, and but I I I did not renew my season tickets um, because I think it was two years ago. Um, the Trump administration. Um, Issued the law whereas you cannot write off business entertainment anymore so i got rid of my season tickets man you know so um but yeah like um i, I did get a little crazy with the food but other than that um you could say frugal i call it cheap and you know and this be and i'd be upfront with it like if i meet like a chicken son like yo look um well, I don't I don't talk about money, but if I, if I meet somebody, if they if I see that they have a, a certain expectation of a certain person, they want to deal with it. Look, I'm cheap. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm not going to use a certain word I want to use if me and this dude was behind the scenes, but yeah. my car is basically, I'm just a, a he, black man with a job. Yeah, he, you know he, what he man
1: Truly portrays that. Yeah,
0: I'm just a black man with a job. I walk around. I got when during the work week workout clothes. I got a hole in each side of my sneaker.
1: He, that is, that is a fact
0: yeah I don't want to i I, I don't want to talk um I do not attract mm-hmm. gold diggers in my life you know what I mean I just don't attract that in my life that ain't I'm not the guy with the belt with the match and shoes and match nah bro we're we not doing I'm that.
1: I'm pretty simple myself I think if I didn't have YouTube and I didn't have social media yeah you're very simple yeah because I, I mean the only thing the only thing that I have really spent and now get for free is adidas like, um, yeah, I don't, I used to spend, I, before I never had expensive shoes in my life ever. Yeah. But I now like, I just like the, Adidas, the good Adidas shoes. Nah, the good
0: see, Adidas I, shoes. see, I, see, I grew up in, um, in the hood, it's going to sound crazy, but like in the hood, we value materialistic items. Mm-hmm. Like we value that. Like that's our self worth. Yeah. So high school, I was like the best dressed kid. Like I'm the like I'm I'm the guy who I supposed to be in front of the liquor store asking y'all for twenty five cents. Cause you know how like the 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 best dressed kid and the popular kid and the and the funniest kid always end up being the loser. Yeah. Like that was supposed to be me, but the grace of God, our praises do. Yeah. You know what I mean worked out. Thank God for real estate. You know, uh, 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 w- w- what we say is Alhamdulillah, which means yeah. our praises do to Allah. So yes. yeah, man. With that being said. Um, yeah, like, I'm not, like, during school, and people who know me in my early 20s, um, like, high school, in the 90s, it was Coogee Sweat It Is, Iceberg, you know, all of that. all. I had it all. You know what I mean? I, I had it all. And, you know, in my early 20s, too, but I realized something, bro, like, are people dealing with me because they're dealing with me or they're dealing with me because I got this stuff on? Yeah. Yeah, Yo, you know what I mean? And I, 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 fortunately, I went through that in my early 20s. So And I was always good with saving money, thank God. I was always good with saving money. But fortunately, I went through that in my early 20s. And I just got real. Like, Yo, I don't need this stuff to make me. You know, screw designer labels, man. Design labels don't care anything about where Not I'm one, from. nothing. And what what my community go through or what any, you know what I mean? They don't come forth with my issues or anything like that. So, nah, I don't.
1: You have good vacations, though.
0: I have great vacations. I got a vacation. I got, I, I got to, bro. Any kids? No, I don't have any kids, man. Not married. Not married, man. So
1: you're in the same boat as me. Single
0: no. like a dollar bill, dog.
1: <laughs> like one stuck in his table like right Like the here.
0: one stuck <laughs> in his table, man. You know what I mean?
1: That's crazy, man. So, like, your end game. Let's talk about your end game, right? You you are You're financially independent right now.
0: Finan- financially independent. I, I think I'm doing pretty well for myself. And, yeah. um, yes, so my end game is basically I want to accumulate apartment buildings. I want to be a real estate developer, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so i want to start accumulate buildings and you know um complexes let me say that um you know complexes buildings complexes and you know become a developer and stuff. so let's do this let's yeah. i'll
1: put a challenge i love to put people on the spot for a challenge oh, let's, let's me and you go find a building and build a syndicate and and keep peace of it let's do it i mean that's a, that's a good challenge
0: i mean that's a great challenge bro i would first of all it's i'll it's,
1: leverage my social media you yeah. leverage your audience yeah. your connections we'll go out and find the perfect building and we'll hold us in. we can raise a lot of money
0: yeah i i, I think i think we can but first thing let, let me just say it, it, it's an honor like even though you say like i motivated you or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's it's an honor like yo to just be in the same room as you nah, and, man, and just to just, have access to you you know what i mean because and i was reading this book and one of Russell Simmons books back in the day when i used to read heavy um, at for a point in my life, I didn't have when I was trying to get started in real estate business, trying to build it out, and I had a job. I cut off cable for like two years straight. I still don't have it. Yeah, I no, you don't got cable. I don't have no cable. Oh, bro, you got a, the Showtime. They got the Wu Tang documentary, dog. Yo, that's Bring funny. Just to the 90s. Just
1: telling me you about got, that. You gotta
0: check it out. But anyway, somebody um,
1: got cable that give me their <laughs> password. Yeah, there
0: you go. go. I can get the app. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there you go. And um, yeah. So with what, what, that being in American Greed, you watch American Greek? I used to. That's still on. Yeah, they still got on. new episodes. Not the new season to come on yet, but they still running the um, they still running episodes, man. But that that's I, know I, there, yeah, so. I know some wholesalers might be on it. Yeah, I know some a few real estate gurus. Yeah, they' about <laughs> to get on there too. So, um, with that being said, um, yeah, man, it's just an honor just to even have access to you. I was reading this book years ago when Russell Simmons said one of the people who interned from him interned on interned for him. He end up years later asking him, Can I borrow your private jet to get to where I need to be? That's crazy. And it's kind of crazy how life, you know, turns out like that because you, you grew this thing that's, you know, unimaginable mm-hmm. for a lot of us. And for the YouTubers at that time with me, you know, they ain't going to admit it, but I, I don't mind admit, admitting it. You know, I ain't got no uh, issues with myself, but you just grew something that we all thought we were going to do. You know yeah. what I mean? You did it. Let me put this out there
1: um yo i have beef with nobody in the industry
0: now nah, we know that
1: yeah nobody
0: but people be taking shots at you man yeah
1: i know it's i see it but i have i have no hate in my heart for nobody nah we know that yeah um you, you cool i haven't met many people yeah you, you, know? you haven't you haven't i haven't because i've been in my bubble and i work very hard and and you know i, I haven't met many people so you know i've i've There's a there's a lot of people out there. I look forward to meeting one day and maybe we meet on a trip or something like that. But I haven't I have I don't even know a lot of people's names, not to say it in an arrogant way. I just don't really consume anything else. Yeah. In my life. I don't consume anything. I I can see that. Yeah. So I I would love to meet some of these guys and see how we can do stuff together, because this is not a one man fight. Nah, it's not. And there's enough room out here for everybody. There's
0: enough room for everybody to eat. I don't see why these guys is coming at, you know, going at each other, but it is what it is, man. And you grew up in Winston-Salem, right?
1: Yeah, so I've been here since 1993, other than I went off to the military in 17.
0: Okay, you've been in 93. Yo, when I be, like, uh, if you follow Max on social media, what throws me off, man, I'd be like, yo, what this dude, why has he got on a damn cowboy hat, some cowboy (laughs) boots, messing with horses? Yo,
1: I have been different. Most of my life. So I remember, if anybody went to middle school with me, I wore snowboarding boots to school one day. Like, if y'all ever been... Just some weird... I've just always done, like, crazy... I've never really f- cared what people thought about me type thing. Okay. And i just done different... I've always wanted to try things that... Different. So, yeah, I own a rodeo. I own a bull riding team. Yeah. I have the two only uh, black bull riders in the PBR circuit. Yeah. Uh, one of them is ranking the top 10, 15 in the world right now. The okay. other one's on injury list right now for the season. Um. I'm a pilot. I'm on a plane. I just do stuff that's different.
0: Yeah, see, once I'm selling different from Jersey. Like, if you came to school with some snowboarding boots, you better be ready to fight. You be- oh, you got to fight be- somebody? You, you yeah, had to I fight. I
1: was a pretty big dude back then, so I ain't even okay. had to worry about nobody You had to, to worry about me. that? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay.
1: never, I was, I've was. been 6'2 for a long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: cool, cool. So,
1: yeah, And man. then I, I was cool. I just was. I was a fun guy. Okay. Yeah, I just it was different for me you know what i'm saying i just i've always tried to be different and 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 i'm finally finally my difference has paid off
0: now it paid off you want to know some i don't know if you're familiar with her and your audience familiar with her somebody I went to school with karen civil yes,
1: i don't like yeah that with names
0: okay yeah but anyway um she's like um she handles a lot of uh she used to handle social media for like uh a lot of like rappers entertain like like a, a lot of rappers are entertainers but I went to school with her and she was one of those people who was just always different but she was different and reserved mm-hmm. and now like I, I remember like before she turned 30 like Ebony had her the top 100 most powerful uh, women in America really? yeah like yeah that's, that's made, awesome. yeah this is dope man but yeah man that's cool that you know you embrace your differentism and now you messing with the bulls and the horses cause I I'd be like yeah I got it. so cuz it's crazy
1: I think we have a rodeo coming to Greensboro. And if it is, I'll make sure you come out and oh, sit man. front row with me and see these animals and things. But it's interesting, man. If not, I know we got one in Nashville coming up. And then we're doing a huge one in Houston, Texas. You might want to come out for that. Because I'm bringing out some 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 celebrities for that one right there.
0: So what's up with this? Um, so you, you rock with Lil Nas X?
1: Yeah, horses <laughs> in the back, of course. I was trying to get my guys in that official video, man. I mean, it's just... <laughs> You know here's what here's what a lot of people there's a lot of misconception about the cowboy life absolutely and i think that because most of us see cowboys mainly white guys with cowboy hats we feel like we're not supposed to go over there but it's actually not the truth i've been completely embraced by the pbr people and that's professional bull riding and they actually excited to see me they're excited to have ezekiel mitchell as a top bull rider it's just fun. I think we just got to get into it. And believe it or not, the, shout out to my guys, Compton Cowboys. They are in Compton with a ranch. Wow. Some black young black guys, and they ride horses to the gas station. They teach kids to, to get them out of the street by using the horses and stuff like that. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot going on Philadelphia. There's a, there's a, the black dudes who ride a lot of horses. Wow. And, and regular. That. So. There's just a I, here's what I challenge anybody to do something every week, one thing small that is outside of your comfort zone that you normally wouldn't do and then see how that changes you. Because being outside of your comfort zone and getting out of that norm is different. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. go on vacation in Montana. Like I I want to do a trip on a dude ranch. You know what a dude ranch is? No. Nah. So, from my understanding, was well, just like a big ranch. I know what the bunny ranch is. Though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we can do that one too. If you want to do that one? Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Nah, I want to do it that one because nah. I heard uh, Lamar Odom didn't end up well when he left there. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, we need to do a vacation. We need to do a vacation to a dude ranch. It's basically we go out somewhere like Wyoming, Montana, and we spend a week out there, and it's a vacation, but we actually working on the farm as well. Like we get our own horses. We like going out there exploring and it's a you gotta do it. It's outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, see that's
0: the thing that made me look at you crazy. I'm a city <laughs> boy, man. You know what I mean? I grew up in the city.
1: That's why I, you gotta do it.
0: Nah, 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 man. You gotta you,
1: know? you gotta trust me, you gonna have so much you like, yo, I thank you. Because nah. it's a week with no electronics. It's like i I'm, I'm
0: good, bro. Give me some <laughs> fried chicken.
1: You know what I'm oh, saying? We gonna eat fried chicken. Nah, but this? I need
0: some fried. Give me my fried chicken, some some red Kool-Aid, bro, and all right. You know, so we won't do
1: that one. We are gonna do the partner syndication. There we sure. go. Thanks, my brother. What do you tell people that's coming up in this game? Because I know your inbox is heavy with people Stupid. that yeah. want to get in this game. What do you tell somebody that just learned about wholesale that's contacting you? Like they going straight to Michael Jordan. What? what like what, what do you tell them?
0: Um, this is what I tell them, man. I just tell them, yo, stay focused, man. Uh, follow one course until successful follow one course until successful man it's a lot of people that come to me and they swear they want to do this and three months later they're on to the latest network marketing thing or the
1: forex like or something doing, doing so they were only chasing money
0: that that that's it yeah I just tell them focus um follow one course until successful whatever marketing strategy you're gonna use be consistent with it you have to be consistent with it you can't drop one me campaign and Hope to get a bunch of deals. You can't do one, um, just make a, a hundred, a hundred calls and hope you know somebody to say Aperically. yes. Yeah. So you gotta be consistent, man. You gotta be consistent at it. So that's what I tell them. That's the advice I give them. And it's not that advice is not sexy, but it's real. Mm. So a lot of people don't follow it because it's just not sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, just straight up, man. You just gotta just be focused, man. Like me. Out of my situation, um, back when I was in them jobs, I knew. I said, man, I ain't going to college for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I 12, knew. 50, you know. Bro, I knew when I was in that car center, I used to look at the managers 10, 15 years, you know, 10 years older than me or seven. You didn't want to be them. I'm like, yo, I don't want to be this person. I'm not waiting no 10 years to make $60,000. And... I was talking to um, when we got the new site director and um, a lady, and uh, she was like, "Yo, um, I could tell, and I hear things, you are extremely ambitious, you're very motivated, and in 10 years, I could see you making a hundred thousand dollars." I was 25 at the time she told me this. Um, said, so "I could see you making a hundred thousand dollars." So, man, I was clocking six figures about 30. Like, you know what I mean? But I I, I say that to say, like, yeah, dealing with the regular average people, they might not get you. They might not understand. They, you know, I'm trying to make it happen. However, one thing was different for me. Like, I was focused on. I zoomed in. Like, yo, people, like, some of my comments on my IG, you know, Real Estate Do Root, some of my comments and all that, like on my Facebook page, uh, Nasa El Arabi. I'm off of Facebook right now for the month of Ramadan. I'll be back in June. Um, But... Like some of them, people could tell you stories. Like yo, I remember us uh, sitting down on my porch or just sitting down somewhere. And you saying like yo, man, I wanna buy, I wanna buy these houses and rent them out, or I wanna, you know, move down to Charlotte and pursue real estate, et cetera. And I just made that happen because of, uh, yeah, I focused on that joint, man. Yeah. that's
1: crazy, man. So I have just been thinking like we gotta do, we got we gotta do apartment syndication. We gonna get some fellas together. We gonna do vacation and real estate. You gotta do that, bro. Th- that's yeah, I'm gonna bring Dave with us so we got it all filmed out. Some got parts some of it. Not every part of it. We yeah, gotta have some yeah, fun. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, I, I I appreciate you being here, man. I think this is dope. We're gonna go do something after this. But yeah, no doubt. um do any any part in words?
0: Uh my parting words is man, just um first things first, I remember one time I was um shooting dudes some love on my Facebook page and um, you know, um a few dudes paused. Was like, yeah, I like Maxwell, uh, Max Maxwell video is better than yours, cause he look better than you. So pause, you know what I mean. <laughs> but ladies, I need y'all to help a brother out.
1: Help him out, y'all.
0: Help me out, ladies. Help. Me. Build up <laughs> my confidence. Like yo, say, hey yo, man, the dude look better. You throw know some, what some hard eyes
1: under his next <laughs> post or something. Yeah,
0: throw some hard eyes. You know what I'm saying? Under the YouTube comments, like yo. Talk about, you know what I mean? The brother's sex appeal or something, you know what I mean? Just, just, <laughs> just help a brother out, you know what I mean? Help me. You Completely know what I'm unreal estate related, help him. Help me, you know what I'm saying? But on a serious note, I just want to um first things first say uh, congratulations to all your success. Thank I you wish man. you uh much success, and, uh, much more success um with your career and the things you're doing. It's big, it's huge. Um, to your audience man just stay focused you got a real good audience they um i'm in the whole selling elite uh facebook group and um i see your audience i see the people you got a lot of doers um durus, uh action takers which is real cool mm-hmm. so um yeah man you just um motivating mad people and changing lives so to all those who have not done their first deal stay focused write down your goals write down your goals. I didn't start writing down my goals so I think I was like 25, 26, I started getting self-development books. Because with, with real estate, um, with any business and entrepreneurship, it's not pretty much the end game, it's the process. And you gotta mentally prepare for that process mm-hmm. because it's gonna be some times where you won't wanna quit. Um, I've been involved in real estate 12 years. I still got days, things I wake up and say, Am I even good at this? Should I just quit? Me too. You, you, yeah. So, those things happen, but just stay focused on the price, man. Look how eventually, um, five years from today, three years from today, two years from today, you're going to be thanking yourself for not giving up because of what your counterparts, are, um, if you're still talking to them, what they're going through with their jobs and, you know, their lives that you like, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's 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 just um, real cool, man. So just stay focused, man, and just keep your eye on the prize and prepare for the process, man. It's a it's a journey that you have to be mentally prepared for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's cool. Where can people find you at? Because I, I want my my web guys, my internet guys, to put your, your all your stuff here. So where can they find you?
0: All right. Most importantly, my Instagram. Um, blow that joint up. Uh, make sure you hit that follow button. Knock that follow button loose. So, IG Real Estate Duru d-o-r-u real estate guru on ig um and uh facebook i'm probably maxed out on friends but if uh it's Nasser al arabi you could just hit that follow button if that's what you want to do but i'd rather you go to ig mm-hmm. um i might do i might drop some youtube videos this year so real estate I'm Duru. Pushing him to do that. <laughs> real estate guru um which is on um youtube real estate guru d-o-r-u um that's where you can find me at man but um yeah just hit up that ig
1: and go out and get his book. I'm going to leave the uh, link in the, in the in the show notes. Go out and get the book, man. I appreciate you coming out here, brother. Yeah. We got to do this again. Appreciate y'all. I'll see you on the next side.
0: Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite Podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat.